Hello, everybody, and welcome to Not Fit for the Final, a challenge recap podcast. My name is Emily. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Avid challenge fan, thanks to my best friend, Lindsay. Um, that myself, would be me. That would be you. Um, I'm Lindsay. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. Um, we are very new to this podcast shindig, but we're going to see how this goes. We're not anticipating any listeners, no fans. Uh, this is just so, for us uh, to fuel the serotonin. To yep, to fuel our serotonin because we have nothing better to do in this COVID lifestyle. Uh, we're both college students. I currently attend Suffolk University in Boston. Lindsay? I'm at UMass Amherst in Amherst, Massachusetts. We are clearly from New England, if you did not get that. Um, but yeah, so Lindsay, how did you get into the challenge, please? Because I, I got into it from you. So around... I was 14 years old and watching Teen Wolf on the MTV app on my iPad second generation. Um, And a bunch of commercials for the challenge popped up and it was around Rivals 2 time. So I was a big endurance fan as a kid, which was basically a show with like partners of teens that had to like complete some challenges. And that's exactly what it looked like. Fun fact, John A was actually on endurance, which no way. my brother and I discovered recently. But yeah, so I was like, this looks interesting. So I started watching it, got addicted, went back, rewatched a bunch of stuff. Now it's my life. So And you dragged me into challenge. this black hole with me. I did. I have dragged you, as many not with people me. as I can get to listen into to into this hole with me. How many people do you think you've gotten? Not that many. Um, there was like two or three people in middle school that I got to watch it for a little bit. Um, I have convinced several of our friends to participate in our fantasy league for this season. Um, not a single one of them, I feel like, is going to make it past week one. But that's okay because I'm trying. So I don't even think they're actually even going to watch. Like they're going to pick people every week, and then they're just yeah, not even. I'm, they're not even going to see how other people do. So I'm just going to bother people until they fill out my Google form. <laughs> If you so. want to participate in our fantasy league, um, hit us up. My Instagram is emilyhpd. Not Instagram, you know. I would be. Just let us know. <laughs> but anyway, so welcome to Not Fit for the Final, obviously. This is a challenge podcast. TJ Lavin would be proud. All right, so we will get right into it then. So we're going to get right into it. Um, We're going to start off by talking about the cast for this season. Obviously, the format is, or should we talk about the format first, actually? I don't know. Should we talk about the format first? Maybe we can touch on the format a little bit. Yeah. So clearly, this is a doozy of a season. Looks a lot like last season. Um, Double agents. Can we talk about how last night in episode zero, that was... TJ. <laughs> They're really leaning into this theme here with TJ the handler. Um, I don't really, know if I can really, handle TJ being the handler. I really don't. No, no. He's definitely um, gained some swagger over the years, I will say. Um, come very far from his 2000s skateboard style. Where I really miss... a challenge in an outfit that genuinely terrified me. But my now favorite he's just challenge yeah, swagger tj yeah no but my can we go back really quick to you know back okay. a few seasons ago four or five seasons ago you know free agents the challenge with the or maybe it was free agents i don't know but the challenge with the big balls and they have to like play soccer yeah and tj deadass shows up in a shred till you're dead shirt 
and a DC only, hat. As only a pro BMX biker could do. Obviously. But I have to say, TJ looking pretty fly. I don't know. He looks really good. He does. He's got that, like, aging like, thing going for him. I like Nam's little quote from our first five minutes sneak peek where he says, this man means danger. Um, he's right. TJ oh does mean God. danger. TJ does. TJ always means danger. And that's on. And that's on that. But we have 30 players this season. Lots of returners. Good handful mm-hmm. of rookies. Clearly, we've got some alliances forming, as we saw last night already. Yeah, there's a whole new sort of nuance to the game where alliances are like very based on where contestants come from where yeah. like before we only really saw that when it was we hate are you the one let's get are you the one out but now well, like, there's like, so many pussies. different yeah now there's so many different places so we have like big brother alliances and the jay natalie survivor alliance we have this shipwrecked uk alliance there's some crazy stuff going on i'm excited but Let's talk about the rookies. Um, clearly, we have some dominating ro- female rookies coming out. No question. We got some, some scary gals. I mean, Lolo Jones. Let's just dive right Lolo into it. Lolo Jones. She, like, I honestly don't think I have ever been so scared of a human being in my life. If I saw Lolo Jones on the street, I just, like, head down would not. She's scary. Do not she engage. me. Because not only is she an absolute, like, athletic threat, but I know you haven't necessarily seen Champs versus Pros, but she, her social political game, she's just basically unhinged, is all I can See, say about Lolo's game. Like, okay, unhinged, like what? Like, like early CT unhinged? Like an Ashley unhinged? Like, what kind of unhinged are we getting? I would say it does run a bit similar to Ashley, maybe a little Camilla-esque. Um, oh. If you cross her, or if she even assumes you've crossed her, she's That's gonna it. let you know. You're done. Um, she, as we heard Wes say in the episode zero, she went into every elimination yeah. in Champs versus Pros. They I, said, I did see that. Like Lolo go in every single time, and she, let's just say she wasn't a fan of that. Um, I mean, I wouldn't go either, in, and but... she would get it done. If I had to see, uh, if we're sticking with the double agents theme. A crater against Lolo Jones, I simply would pee my pants. I would. There's no way I wouldn't just be shaking in my boots. Granted, I am five foot four, 130 pounds, and so she would snap me like a twig, but I'm pretty sure, with the exception of maybe, and I say maybe because of the height difference, maybe Natalie Anderson, any of these girls sees Lolo in an elimination, they're gonna die like straight up. You think from the vet? Pass away. Absolutely. I think she will fold every single one of them over. I'd love to see. I'm excited to see where her brain is at, though, because these challenge games, like there are a lot of there's obviously the physical side. Obviously, we saw this in the first five minutes with that first challenge, getting that canister. She was the first one up there. She had it. She was gone before anyone else had even gotten a good look at it um, in that five minute clip from tomorrow's episode. Um, But I don't know. I'd love to see her against someone like Ashley, who her physical game is there. She's up there. She's got the speed. She's got the endurance. You know, she works out for this. Like, she tries for this. But I'd love to see them where, obviously, Lola would dominate in the physical first part. But if there's a puzzle in that second half, I'm excited to see where she'd come in, you know? We actually have seen a Lolo-Ashley elimination. And Ashley You're wasn't kidding. that far behind her because it wasn't head-to-head. It was okay. sort of similar to the um, 
rope dome elimination, except it was like pre-tangled for them. And they, it was like a cage on the ground. They both had to weave through. And Ashley was probably like three or four weaves behind Lolo when Lolo won. So it wasn't really a blowout. But I think anything that's head-to-head, like you can make contact with your opponent, no one stands a chance. Hall brawl? Absolutely I, I, I want to see Lolo in a hall brawl just to see her mow somebody down. I don't want to see Lolo in a hall brawl for the health of the rest of the contestants. <laughs> but from Instagram lately, I, we may be getting a Casey knee injury. I'm not sure if it happened on the show or just right after the show. I, whatever. Yes, you mentioned that. But that is, you know, that is true. I did forget about Casey. I think Casey could give Lolo a little bit of a run for it. She's I'm obviously not Olympian caliber, but she is a professional athlete. So there's yeah, something. Definitely. But Lolo, amazing, amazing rookie, athletically, especially. So I'm excited to see where she ends up in terms of fall, where she falls in terms of the vets and these new rookies and clearly she's going to dominate physical competition. I'm excited to see her political game though. I wonder if she'll crumble under the pressure of being in like a real challenge house with 30 people and people like Wes and Darrell and Anissa. And I wonder if she'll crumble a little bit because of that. Like I wonder if her mental health is there to be able to hold up in this. It's going to be big for her to just keep her head in the game. Cause if she keeps her head in the game, she's got a serious shot. Absolutely. Uh, The other powerhouse female rookie, Natalie. Natalie Anderson. We both watch Survivor. Big Survivor fan, yep. So we know. We know she's coming in hot. She is. We just watched Winners at War together, Lindsay and I, um, when it was on. And, I mean, what place did she? Did she win? No, she didn't win it. But she came close. She came in third place. Third place. um, But she had an opportunity that only one other Survivor player in history has had. Which is to come back into the game from the edge of extinction and in this particular season the edge of extinction was the way you won your way back into the game was through you know being a physical threat and And let's also mention she was the first person voted to extinction and she last she outlasted she outlasted a two-thirds of the cast to get back to the original island so physically mentally she's there mentally she's absolutely there and like she says in one of her um, preseason interviews, um, she was saying they, they were asking the rookies how their previous shows are going to help them in the challenge. And Natalie essentially just said, I have food in a bed, so I'm ready to go because yeah. she's used to being starving, freezing, like uncomfortable, legitimately living in the sand. And now she's in this bougie house, as Liv would say. Um, <laughs> And that was just like, getting to compete physically with a full, yeah, with getting to um, compete on a full stomach, uh, full night's sleep. She absolutely has a serious advantage because she's used to performing at the level that some of these people are going to perform at, but without any nutrition or anything like yeah. that. So, and if I, feel I like was in a murder in this house, I'd be very scared of Natalie. Anderson. Natalie, I would put. Lolo's good, but I think I would put Natalie as my number one threat just because mentally she's in it. She's done this multiple times. She's 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 ready for the commitment of this month and a half, month long journey. She's she's here for it. Absolutely, and they're boasting this um, double agents and secret secrecy, trust no one sort of vibe. She's got which, that in the bag. You know, coming from Survivor, got that in the bag. Absolutely. Um, but I'm excited to see Natalie because we all know she's going to be a powerhouse. I just wonder if she'll be in the house long enough to really show off what she can do because i mean she's already got a target on her back don't even tell me that half these people haven't seen her on survivor i mean 
They had Absolutely. to. Like, I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if we see her in early early eliminations just like poor jay on total madness yeah absolutely to break. i'm excited to see their alliance too her and jay see if that develops because we saw from episode zero they clearly have a connection they weren't on the same season but they clearly have a connection between survivor and they hugged it out and it, they were there for each other so i'm excited to see where that goes too um other female competitors we have um amber m and amber b who do we want to hit first amber b let's hit amber b yeah I don't know how I feel. Yeah, she comes from a season of Big Brother a couple of years ago, I think. She's, um, yeah, like 14 she, Honestly, something. just watching interviews and stuff, I was nervous about her physically. But in those, you know, two seconds we got to see of that first challenge, she's, she took off up that hill. She's pretty fast yeah. when it I comes mean, to physical competition. Don't know about strength and stuff like that, but apparently she can run. Yeah, and I mean, based on her Big Brother game, I mean, socially, she's got that advantage. Big Brother's all about working your way around, being social, moving, or talking to people. So she's clearly got some experience. So I'm excited to see if that will be enough to help her slide through a couple of rounds of this game because we all know that rookies get taken out first. So Absolutely. And it gives her sort of a free connection to Fessy, Josh, Casey, and then in turn their connections – Corey so and Nelson, Wes, even. Yeah. Nani. Nani. Yeah, so she's not really on her own in the world either because she has that big brother connection. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, they've already talked about that big brother. They talked about that big brother alliance last night. It was either Josh or Fessy. Someone brought it up in which now they have Amber. So that's like another person to add to their numbers. Because um, obviously as a rookie, you're going to be cowering. You're going to be itching grabbing grasping for anything you can to stay in this game as longer so if she can weasel her way into that group wiggle her way into that group she absolutely I think will take it especially even if I mean I even if you're the weakest alliance member you're still a member of an alliance so if your alliance has the numbers Josh is in the alliance so I don't (laughs) think we can call her the weakest member yet fair enough um um I do think that some of these female rookies aren't going to get the full, if you're a rookie, you need to be scared every minute experience because they've got legitimate meat shields like Lolo and like Natalie, where if I'm throwing a rookie into an early elimination, I'm not going to waste it on an Amber B. I'm going to try and get rid of these girls that are going to absolutely smoke me in everything, including the final. The flip side is though, if you get these people this is a partner game. We know this is a partner game. Um, we've heard that from audio clips. Um, we, we know that this is going to be partner based, but I don't know if you're in with, if one of these rookies gets screwed and they get put up with another rookie and someone like Natalie gets partnered with someone huge, like West or CT, it's going to be a lot harder to take those big, big people out when you're so connected like that, especially this early in the game. So I feel like it would be easy to roll those dice and try and get out a more powerful rookie that's not the most powerful so I don't know she could be either in a great spot or a really sticky spot we'll have to wait and see yeah and based on there's a trailer conversation where it's actually Natalie's voiceover um there's six people in a room and it includes it's three girls and three guys so that to me looks like three partnerships it could not be but she's also saying something about the rookies trying to take them out which says to me that she's partnered with a vet and the vets that were in that room were CT and Wes. So it is very, very probable that she is partnered with either CT or Wes. And in that case, yeah, it's going to be tough to throw Natalie in unless 
the vets make the mistake that they've been making for the past couple of years, which is they're going after each other and their old grudges instead of taking out the rookies who now almost outnumber them in the house, which didn't used to be a typical occurrence. Yeah, how many rookies do we have? We have 10? We have 10. Yeah, so that's, that's a third of the, that's a third house. of the house. But they're already kind of split up, though. They are because we have the big brother, we have the Natalie coming in with Survivor, live in Big T. They're kind of spread out all over the house. It's not like they're just a bunch of random rookies pulled out of the streets. They're they have connections somewhere. So yeah, that's but, why I think it is going to go a little bit deeper than just throwing the rookies. And yeah, I'm I am definitely anticipating seeing how um, elimination votes go because as far as we definitely know skulls are involved. Yeah. So as far as that goes, that aspect to it. But however, the other competitor gets chosen is going to be. Interesting. We have that hint too that um, there's only ten skulls available. So that's twenty people eligible for the final if those are going by partnerships. So we'll see how that goes. Um, moving on to Amber M. I had no idea she was five seven. I literally thought she was five three. No, she's not five seven. You're lying. I have this stat. I mean, I'm looking at some stats right here from a resource guide that we ended up finding. Did you not look at it? There's no one for I can listener, credit here. For listener context, I have been in a bit of a height crisis recently when I discovered no. that Nani is 5'8", based on a Heather Cook soundbite from Real World Las Vegas. Um, that shook me up. But yeah, I guess if we're looking at those stat cards that we've been looking at, um, yeah. I don't know... They come from, I think, Twitter or Reddit, but they're also on a new viewer guide that we've been looking at that someone on Reddit made. I wish I remembered the username off the top of my head. I I know. It's not on the document that I'm looking at. So if we find it, we will definitely credit you later on. But this, it says she's 5'7". So I'm not sure if those heights are accurate, though, because I've seen her season of Are You the One? And she definitely was the smallest person. She's little. Yeah. She's a smallest person in the house. So I honestly would say she's got to be 5'5 five, five or 5'6 five, tops. I know. I don't, I don't know about 5'7. But, but either if way, she is, she's, holy crap. She's holy still shit. definitely one of the smaller girls in the house. Because yeah. everybody else is, you know, a monster. But, um, yeah. She's going to have to be a mouse this season. Because, I mean, we saw her season of Are You the One? And her, her brains are there, absolutely. But she, she doesn't. She's the most level-headed person on that season, by far. Absolutely, but being the most level-headed does not get you anywhere in this house, in the challenge house. It doesn't. But she also, she's not just like level-headed in the sense that she's, you know, a typical person because these are MTV reality stars. Let's be real. None of them are real. There are typical people. They're all insane in the head, um, but in a good way. Um, <laughs> she, her strength really is going to be a social political game because she is young, attractive, flirty so she's gonna be able to get in the heads of i think we see her in the trailer i think it's michi that she sort of partnered up with a little bit um okay so that is gonna be her arsenal is um flirting with people forming social connections sort of um like in definitely a very social based game because I don't think we're going to see her winning dailies. I don't think that's going to happen. Absolutely I think not. she might be able to hold her own, but I, these girls, I think this is one of the scarier crops of girls we've had. Yeah. I'm nervous for her personally. Um, she's just so small and she's, the experience isn't there for her yet. Give her a couple seasons and I would definitely maybe give her some credit, but I'm nervous for her right now. 
Um, Gabby. Gabby. She's beautiful. My God. Um, but she looks promising. I don't know. We don't know much about her. We didn't get much of her last night. Um, yeah. But she did mention she was a personal trainer. I don't know. She And she's clearly got the heart. She talked about her family and how she wants to win the money for them. Um, I don't know. She's she's definitely got some some good aspects to this game. She was on Love Island UK. Um, and she made it to the finale there. So I don't really know how Love Island works. I don't know if it's a sort of process type game where you vote people out. I don't really know. But Look, I'm assuming I, it has to be. I think it's it. Yeah, people definitely leave. I think you like stay if you're coupled up with someone or something like that. Yeah, um, well, that's a social game. I mean, she's clearly. Yeah. Well, we've seen some Love Island prospects do well in the challenge. Like if you look at Georgia, Georgia was very good at all aspects of the game. She was an athletic beast. She social great, like great social game. Um, even though she had to deal with all her drama with Bear, but she also Bear. was just a she was a fun character. Like I think Georgia, I saw a confessional count recently for War of the Worlds, and she was like up there with like CT's confessionals. Like she actually War of the Worlds CT wasn't there long, but with some of the other giants, her confessionals were up there because she's just so funny. So I think that is a sort of breath of fresh air we get from some of these Love Island people is they are great TV characters. So that's something from Gabby that I'm going to look forward to. And I think the challenge has gotten better at slowly bringing in Love Island competitors who aren't fake fit. Um, I feel like you get a lot of people who look really, really great, but they have no strength on their bones. So they they look amazing, but they don't look, they aren't strong. And so they can't compete. Um, but so Show I think muscles, not go muscles. Yes. So I think that Gabby really has some, some potential here. She, she was a dancer growing up. She, I mean, like that takes heart. That takes a lot of work. And she's, like I said, she's got the drive to be here. So I'm excited to see where she brings us. And then the last female rookie we have is Liv, who was co-stars with Big T on their season of Shipwrecked in the UK, which I don't know how that TV show works either, but People think she can compete. I don't know. People think she might be a little bit of a wild card this season. She also is, she's a little bit of a throwback to like um, middle to early era challenges where the average age of our competitors was like 21 to 25. And she's 21 yeah, she's, years old. She's a baby. She was born in April of 1999. So that's months after the show debuted. That's probably the first time this has ever happened. I mean, but, that's months older than us. You and I are both 21. Like, September yeah. and October and she's April so that's crazy that's the the typical age of old challenges is that's where Liv is right now so I'm interested to see how she does because there's some full-grown adults in here Wes owns businesses Teresa's married and has kids like CT's a father so there's like full-grown people in this house now yeah and Liv is the I only mean, one really that's yeah. that old version of um the challenge where she's she's a kid so I it's feel like we cool used to, to see, see this though to back when um back when like ct and johnny were young they would come in and you'd have people like derek uh, derek h with shout out to challenge mania we, we are competing with you derek um but anyway um the third k that's so awkward <laughs> no derek h is a chump no derek h is the one that tori cheated on oh sorry sorry tori um but anyway no we're sorry we're also competing with right now we're competing with Derek K that's who we're competing with we're also competing not Derek with H Tori that was my and Anissa. yeah Loki I don't mind losing to Tori and Anissa though <laughs> um 
But anyway, yeah, Liv, I don't know. She seems promising. I think we could get some fun stuff going on from her. And especially because she has Big T already in the house. Big T is such a fun, vibrant personality. And they seem to get along right off the bat. So if she can kind of fly under Big uh, Big T's wing, get along with that, that way she got along with people last season with just being funny and flying under the radar, kind of very much in a way that Devin played her free agency game. Yes, love that Devin. Is... Miss Devin. Oh, I, I do. Too. I want to point out apparently Liv and Big T were mortal enemies on Chipwrecked. But huh. I think, sort of out of necessity, we saw in the sort of episode zero special, they immediately were drawn to each other in the challenge house because if I was Liv, I'd be terrified. So I would yeah. be like, I don't care what happened on our season. At least I know you and I like know your game probably. So. Yeah. And honestly, I, I being, think they were drawn to each other because of that necessity. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm excited to see where that goes because I think they could be fun together. They both seem like such fun personalities, big personalities. So that would make sense that they didn't get along on Shipwrecked. But I'm excited. For the men, who do you think is the most intimidating guy that we have coming on here this season? From the rookies, Nam, hands Easy. down. He, absolute tank. I feel like he. But he's is, such a bean. Can we mention? He is so yes, cute. He is to double agents as Turbo was to War of the Worlds 1. He's this, okay. a little bit lost because he's this foreign guy who clearly has not seen the show because he did have to ask Corey what elimination rounds were. He also but didn't know who TJ was in that first five-minute clip. He literally was like, I don't know who danger. this man is, but he has swagger and he is danger. <laughs> and yeah. he just, he seems like such a bean. I mean, he was on Ultimate Beastmaster, which clearly he has got the physical rep to be here like carved I mean, by angels as kyle carved, says carved by angels i mean hey who could disagree he but is. i mean he is beautiful but i'm excited to see if he can pull off this little i don't know what i'm doing act long enough to figure out the game and really establish himself he also is going to have a social in he's also in that six-person conversation room i was talking about earlier with natalie anderson and it's looking like from clips of the Don't Let Me Down challenge where they're holding their partners up um, over the water, it looks like he's partnered with Lolo. At least at some point this season, because we are told um, by Tori in a voiceover in the trailer that you never switching. know who your partner's going to be. So there might be some partner swapping, but we know that, at least for this challenge, he is partnered with Lolo, and she's also in that six-person conversation. So he does have an in with a couple of the vets because Lolo has a prior relationship with Wes, um, from being on Champs vs. Pros. pros. And yeah. we know how much Wes respects her. So Absolutely. Nam, you could tell even from his confessionals. There. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully Nam, I hope Nam sticks around. I feel like he could be a little a little scrappy little player like um Jay was last season. Um yeah, Jay think, obviously was beat Nam has to death. I would agree. Yeah. Um because clearly his physical game is there. Yeah, poor Jay. But you know, I'm excited to see Nam. He seems promising. Um let's talk about Let's talk about Leo. Leo. I'm excited so, for Leo. Yeah, me too. This um, little Leo versus Kyle wrestling match. Um, Reminds me of old challenges. Reminds yeah, me it, of it old really, challenges. That's the kind of stuff that I feel like we've been missing um, since, you know, the two War of the Worlds games and Total Madness. I feel like it was, they didn't really show us a lot of just goofing around. It's been and, really serious. Yeah, so this, that clip for me was like a breath of fresh air. I was like, this is what I love. Like everybody in the house just watching them be big idiots. It clearly was rehearsed. Like Kyle knew where he was going to get dropped. There was a cushion there, like just like WWE is. But it was really 
really cool to watch. And Leo's story as he's talking to Tori, um, yeah. I'm already starting to root for this kid. I want to see him do well. I want to see I want to see him compete last season like Jay did. Jay was a little harder to swallow, I think, as a competitor with his personality. He's a big personality. Um, yeah. Jay, he had a hard time understanding that it made sense to keep throwing him in because once someone earns a red skull why let other people earn them why not keep throwing in the person that already right. has one especially if Jay you can then really... get rid of someone with one yeah jay didn't really respect that strategy because it made him keep having to go into eliminations he survivors he earned his stripes he was right he did earn his stripes but i still would have been throwing him in anyway uh poor jay but yeah, yeah. i think leo sort of does fit that jay um Scrappy archetype vibe. on this season where he is the smaller underdog, but he's definitely going to give it a fight. Absolutely. I'm excited to see him play because I'm excited to see where he stands socially, politically. I think his, I think he has a big mouth, and I think that could get in the way. Um, he's clearly not afraid to – I mean, we saw with his little scuffle with Kyle. Obviously, it was rehearsed. It was fun, whatever. Fun fights can go south really quick. So I'm excited to see if this stirs the pot at all. Um, but let's move on to Michi. I, already I don't, don't have like a him. read on him. I don't have a don't read like on him, him at all. He he sort of reminds me of a bit of a bear type, um, or he really is relying on his personality to do what it needs to do, but he does have a big air of arrogance that's probably going to get in his way if that's he tries to have a conversation right with someone like CT, someone like Wes, who's going to be like, I don't They'll know if you are a kid. Yeah. absolutely he's gonna he's just gonna like they do with Josh, just like they did with any other rookie that came in thinking that they were so like hot shit they would say hey um i've been here for two decades um and i will smash your head and eat it so <laughs> ct gotta love him but i don't know rub me the wrong way very arrogant very i know what i'm doing um even though he's never been here before um, I don't like people who come into the game thinking they're all that in a bag of chips. I don't know. It just, it rubs me the wrong way. You usually end up getting fucked over and I don't know. I'm excited to see how that plays out. I think it'll give us a little bit of drama, a little bit of yelling, things like that, especially in the first he few episodes. He definitely is going to bring some house drama, especially he's hooking up with people in the house. We do have a clip end. of him hooking with someone, hooking up with someone. So this will be exciting. So clearly he's in the house long enough to hook up with someone though. So we'll see. And then the last- True. The last rookie we have is Joseph. Joseph. What a bean. So cute. So cute. Um, He was on AGT either last season or a couple seasons ago. Mm -hmm. um, Singing. uh, Making music. Which, Mm -hmm. interesting personality to bring into the challenge house. Um, This is definitely a weird route for MTV to take. Definitely. I mean, he is no more qualified than any of the Love Island people are. I mean, I guess they live in a house. Which they, there's some social game the there, challenge. though. Um, but yeah, I do think that he's gonna he's gonna lose a little bit of innocence here. I would agree. Um, but he's young too. You know, he's really young. I, I want to see him. I want to see him get to prove himself a little bit. He did say he was a motocross um, rider yeah. as a kid, um, so he definitely has a bit of physicality to him. Yeah, um, he mentioned he's broken a shit ton of bones. Um, so. Yeah. He's clearly no no stranger to pain. So I don't Absolutely. think that this is something that's going to necessarily get in his way. Looking at his this little stat card we have, they have him ranked pretty high. They have his speed up. He's graded an A. 
highest grade you can get is an A plus. So I don't know where they're getting this information. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. I guess because he just he's got long legs, so that's gonna help you. He's on the taller side, but um, you never know. I I am very curious to see how he's gonna do because we've never had an America's Got Talent alum on the challenge, and we've never had someone who's competed so differently in their show because obviously. Michi apparently is also a musician, so maybe we'll get a little collab. Maybe we'll get that. I feel like that would be some fun old challenge snippet of them throwing it, like, whatever, doing a little party and, you know, free, free, what am I even, free versing? I don't know, doing something fun, because I feel like that could be cute. Yeah. But moving on to the rest of the cast, obviously there isn't as much detail to go into, because a lot of these names, everybody knows, but the big, big... Yes, the big name vets. We got CT, Darrell, Wes, and Misa. Huge names coming back to the challenge. CT, we learned, recently separated from his wife, which this is interesting because clearly he mentioned this in the episode zero where he was not in a good place for the last few seasons that he's been on. And I mean, you can tell by the way he looks. He looks more fit. He looks healthier. He's back in the game. There's there's no more dad bod CT. We are we are back and we have daddy CT. And I am. He looks like so he's excited. ready to hit Wes in the face with a shoe, uh, which is my personal favorite highlight of the trailer. Um, <laughs> hard to catch, but I did watch in slow mo as they're running up the mound from what looks like the first challenge. I don't know where he, whose shoe it is. It might be his, might not. He throws a shoe at um, Wes, but he throws a shoe behind him and it does hit Wes squarely in the face. That is um, awesome. I cannot so, wait to see that tomorrow. Yeah, if you have a chance to watch the trailer in slow-mo, it's like right after it says something about like betrayal, there's a little quick clip of CT hitting Wes right in the eyeball with somebody's shoe. And awesome. it's, it's amazing. That's, that's the challenge as we know and love it, is throwing yeah. shoes at Wes. Absolutely. No, but CT's clearly here for a game. He's clearly here to fight. He, he got taken out early last season by Jay. So I'm excited to see a little headbutting action there. And I'm excited Absolutely. to see CT really prove himself because I feel like it's been a few seasons since CT has really shined. I know he did really well in, was it War of the Worlds 1? War of the Worlds 2. War of the Worlds 2. He did really well yeah. in War of the Worlds 2 and 1. But yeah. that wasn't, it, it didn't seem like a real CT accomplishment. It was a big political game for him. Yeah. That wasn't his most physically dominant performance, but he was the bridge between two alliances on Team UK. Mm-hmm the entire time and he just strategically placed his votes on who would go in when and it got him all the way to the end that's awesome Darrell obviously four-time champion um in a row hall of fame champion uh challenge member yeah I'm excited to get him to see him actually get to play because the last couple times we've seen him dirty 30 he got sent home on the purge first by Corey actually so it'll be interesting that might be fun up and then we saw him come in as a mercenary. I forget what season it was on. Uh, um, Invasion of the Champions. He, yeah. So he, he competed in Invasion. That was his first really, season back after a while. Yeah, he hasn't really gotten a chance to derail it up in a long time. So That's what I'm excited to. If, if I was a dude in the house right now, I would not let him go near a final. I yeah, wouldn't let him no. go near you let him. Three. Yeah, he gets to a final and you're all fucked. Sorry, but you are. Absolutely. Especially if he's partnered with someone who's intensely amazing. Nat- you give him Natalie and Lolo, unstoppable. Unstoppable. Wes, obviously, political weasel. We know him. We love him. We hate him. I love to hate Wes, personally. Um, not my favorite character in the house, but he does provide some quality entertainment. So, I personally am a big Wes gal. 
I wasn't. There were times in my youth where I hated the guy's guts, but he does entertain me. He really entertains me. And he has the biggest grasp on the social aspect of the game, which is why he's had the most success out of the vets recently. Not no win, obviously, but going deep enough in the game because he's smart enough to every time he steps in a challenge house, he aligns with the rookies immediately, yeah. which some people but, say that's the reason he's a snake, but it, it works. But his it party works. trick he is getting old. numbers his, on his side. His party trick is getting old. People are catching on. This is not last season. Obviously he partnered up with Johnny bananas challenge icon. My personal favorite. Love the asshole. My per- oh, love him anyway. But I'm, wh- I would I would put money to it. This is my recent favorite challenge conspiracy theory. I would put money to it that production paid Wes to go into elimination against Bananas because they wanted the storyline to end that way. I'd put money into that, but I digress. Well, you'd put money into the fact that Johnny Bananas wasn't actually supposed to win. So I don't think I'd put money into that. I just like to imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Wes, we're excited to see him back. Anissa. Time has taken a toll on her. Let's be real here. Time has she, taken a toll on her. She is time, not the I, powerhouse she used to be, but the, the idea of Anissa at her prime is scary enough, I think, to get her far enough into this game to establish herself. It has been for the past think, few seasons. I think it will continue to be. I think the other thing that's been a detriment to Anissa's game as time has gone on is, as I've said a couple times, it, you really used to be a bunch of chumps on these things. Like, there were people who went in the real world. They were not athletes. They might yeah. have run a couple miles before coming on the show. But what a good bananas quote is that Knight's favorite workout is um, the eight-ounce curl, where they just, all they would do is drink. Like, they weren't at yeah. party. They weren't athletes. And so someone like Anissa, who is a, a huge physical threat, she would yeah. stomp those girls. But now she's up against Olympians, which yeah. isn't really fair to her, in my opinion, because she's you know, starting to get older and she's no longer facing a bunch of chumps. Yeah. So I'd she, love to it see is an her... uphill battle for Anissa, but I'd love to see some success for her. I'd love to see a win for her. I think she deserves it. She's clearly put in her time. Um, I would love to see her end on a high note and really end with a win, whether that's this season, next season, whatever it might be, she deserves it. Um, the next kind of group that we have is the next gen of vets, which is Nani, Leroy, and Teresa. Nani is your personal fave, obviously. Nani's my girl. You love Nani, but... I do love Nani. Her political game, her social game has kind of carried her thus far. She's always kind of rode on Johnny's coattails, but I'm excited not, to, I, not so much in recent seasons, but... I think, yeah, I think that in some of her older seasons, it definitely was the Bananas Alliance that got her far in the social game, but she's no slouch when it comes to challenges. Like, she puts up. Especially yeah. stamina-wise, I think. I think yeah. that's something people underestimate. They look at these giants, like Fessy, like Rogan, like these big, big dudes. Zach, Zach's a prime example of this, is if yeah. you don't have the stamina to continue to use all that muscle, then it's a waste of muscle. And all you're doing yeah. is carrying dead weight. Just ask poor Laurel, who had to carry Zach up a mountain. Just <laughs> ask poor, who else had to carry Zach up a mountain? I feel like this happened multiple times. Anyway. Somebody um, did. God knows it. Well, Kenny carried Wes up a mountain, too. That one was fun. That was my favorite. But I think Nani has an insane stamina that's incredibly underrated. Yeah. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Nani fan. I do think every challenge I've ever seen her in where she has had to go and go for a long period of time. She can like, do it. Like the free agents final or like... Um, she's got it. And she's got the, the drive, tire, too. Yeah. The tire stacking challenge from War of the Worlds 1, which was the one that I really want to point to on that 
because she was step for step with Turbo. She was step for step with Theo and Kara. Like they really, they were, they were getting after it. So I think Nani is still a physical threat. Absolutely. She proves herself over and over and over again. She's in the game. Sure, her, politi- her politics are there. Her social game's there. Her friends are there. She's got a lot of friends in the house right now. Um, I think she's in a good position to get far. She's famous for getting knocked out right before the final. Hopefully, maybe she can make it to a final this time. Leroy, fan favorite to come back. I love Leroy. I think he's a big goofball. I think he's awesome. I'm excited to see him and Cam come back into this house as a, as a couple. Um, I think they're going to dominate. They may not be a power couple in terms of the fact somebody mentioned it the other night, but in order to be a power couple, you have to have a win under your belt. But this could, be the, this could be the season for them. This really could. With yeah. I think one of them has a really great shot at winning. I think Cam maybe a little bit more than Leroy. I but think it, it needs to be Leroy's season because, as he said, this is, this is the final hurrah for Leroy. And he doesn't Which, have a win. And I no. want a win for him so I, bad. He's same as Anissa. He deserves it. Absolutely. He's been here a long time and deserves it. Teresa, she took a hide. Let's talk it's about that a for a second. It's, it's been, been a minute, a minute since, since, since we've seen Teresa. Teresa. And I, let's just pop off Queen, NFL wife over here. NFL like, wife. Living her best confident. life, clearly. Yeah. She's married. She's got two kids now. Um, she's her mental game is definitely going to be there this season. She's clearly been put through it physically. She was always someone to rec- force to reckon be reckoned with. She wasn't as strong as Laurel. She was never this big powerhouse, but she proved herself over and over again. Yeah, she's tall. She's fast. She's smart. She Absolutely. is a triple threat when it comes to strength, stamina, puzzles. I think puzzles. She's especially. got it all. I have never respected Teresa's social game. But I do respect Teresa's physical game. So I'm excited to see back a matured and um, hopefully just as physically fit Teresa. She looks good. She looks looks ready to go. I mean, and Um, she's a mom of two. Like, she clearly, I mean, to be a mom of two young kids, you got to be doing something right. You can't be on your ass all day. So I'm excited. Do you think Teresa could change your mind? I know you're not a huge fan of her because she always likes to play the victim. Um, Absolutely. I th- that's think, what I think. I think she has gone through a lot of life changes obviously getting married having kids yeah. being away from MTV for a long time I think that if not even MTV just TV shows, and yeah. celebrity status in general I think if that maturity shows then absolutely Teresa could change my mind because I I used to root for Teresa I did but she pulled some social moves that I didn't respect and so like free agents I really was rooting for Teresa the whole time but yeah. Now I, I am excited to see where her head's at now because I could be converted to a Teresa fan. Me too, I think. I, I kind of split with her. I love her. I hate her some days. It's just, it depends on the day for me, but I'm excited to see where she is now because we haven't seen her in a while. Um, next gen, we have kind of the first, the start to the real modern, modern group of those infusion of all those different shows and things like that. We have Ashley, we have Nicole Z. Corey, Devin, Nelson, and then we also have in that kind of less that younger group, Tori, Cam, and Kyle. Millionaire yeah. Mitchell, let's talk about Millionaire her. Millionaire Mitchell, um, back she again. She is talking a big game. Every confession someone we've seen who's from left her. from someone who's left the challenge more than once. This is something she's talking a big game this season. She took over MTV's Instagram yesterday, and she seems excited about this season. So. I think she definitely does some good here. I don't know what that is, but I'm excited to see her perform. But she She has a target on her back. She has a target on her back. Because she's Millionaire Mitchell, exactly. And because she is 
one of the more notorious backstabbers in challenge history. Absolutely. I personally don't consider her stealing Hunter's money a backstab. I he was because, a dick. No way. Because they, they weren't friends. They didn't pretend no. to be friends. He especially, was her all season. And especially the way he treated her afterwards. Especially the way he treated her afterwards. I was like, good for you. You deserve that million dollars. But yeah, in Fuck a game like this. doesn't deserve it. In a game like this, a move like that is absolutely going to put a target on her back. Absolutely. But considering the amount of Ashley content we've gotten so far, from a production standpoint, she's either going to go really far or have a spectacular meltdown. So we'll see which one I'm is. excited to see. Nicole, you and I have the same opinion about her. She's annoying as hell. We I, don't like I her. Can't, I hate her attitude. I don't even and want to spend time on her. I know when we've seen her in the past, she's been a physical threat. But she has no allies. She hasn't right been... Now. She hasn't been up against the likes of Lolo uh, or Natalie. No. Um, she can definitely hold her own. Yeah, she doesn't really have... Her and Corey come from, like, similar eras of real world, so I know their paths have crossed a lot. Yeah, she's but been she on, used to align herself... She's been on a, yeah. She used to align herself with Tony. That used to be her group. And then yeah, she ends well, up backstabbing Sylvia season, yeah. in Invasion yeah. of the Champions, maybe? I don't remember it's, exactly, yeah, and, but it's right around season 30, and she fucks a couple of people over, and and she's not nice. She's not a nice player. No. Um, she doesn't no. care what she does she, to get far. She's not a nice. She's not a nice person sometimes either. I've seen her arrogance. X on the peak. X on the peak. I really was like, wow. X Nicole thinks what? people are disposable. X on the peak. It was X on the beach, but they were on a mountain and it was winter. Anyway, that is. Um. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah. But she. I hope she goes yeah, early. Her shortcoming is gonna be her political game. Absolutely um maybe she'll change our minds probably not though maybe Corey and nelson i feel like you Corey can't talk nelson. about one without the other you can't. um Corey obviously made it to a final last season did really well um and then didn't win so especially after nelson literally sacrificed himself for him yeah embarrassment in my personal opinion Corey talks a big game and he's eaten his words a lot the last few seasons he's been yeah. so focused on getting out these veterans that he can't focus on his own game and it ends up biting him in the butt. And yeah, he, they've got a new and improved version of Team Young Buck right now. Yes. Which is which... obviously still him and Nelson, but without their loose cannon. And they've now added Fessy. So I think Hunter to Fessy is a big upgrade for them as long as the three of them can stay on the same page. Because that's been the biggest Team Young Buck shortcoming in not being able to take out the lights. Their communication is terrible. Is, yeah they're all on three different pages. And so they're not actually Team Young Buck. They're three Young Bucks who are contradicting each other. So right. Corey and Nelson, as strong as their friendship is, if they're on the same game page, then yeah, they're going to be a dominant alliance. Absolutely. Nelson, clearly a physical competitor. We've seen him do his, do his time. He clearly competes. I mean, he's always been a competitor. He's won his handful of dailies. Like he's, he's up there, holds his own. Um, he says he's been practicing puzzles, so maybe he's gained a few brain cells over the years. <laughs> Let's hope so. I don't know. Nelson's a goofy guy. He says some things that I do not agree with, but after last season when he voluntarily took that bullet for Corey, he gained a lot of respect for me, and Corey owes yeah. him a big one. So I hope that Nelson does well for this on this season because I think karma will hopefully fall in his favor um, based on his good juju that he hopefully picked up last season. But I don't know. I'm hopeful for Nelson. Um, he's changed. I go up and down with him, but I'm hopeful for him. Devin, another face we haven't seen in a bit. Devin. I'm, I love some Devin. I think he's I hate Devin personally, but I think, I think he's, he's a great addition to the challenge. 
he's smart. He's savvy. He's not the biggest physical threat, but he's, but he's not arrogant a layup hell. either. Yeah. Um, yes, he is arrogant. He's cocky. But he's like, he's like the bad side to Johnny Bananas, I think. I think he's like the I, bad. I think he's like the Walmart version of Johnny Bananas. Okay. We all know how you feel. But I love Johnny Bananas. I, I absolutely I am in think, love with Johnny Bananas. I do think that Devin, as far as Devin's arrogance goes, it's different from a lot of other arrogant players. It's a bit similar to Wes's arrogance where it doesn't actually get in his way. It just allows him to sort of make magic sometimes. Like where he should fail, his his opinion of himself ends up carrying him because he couldn't possibly lose if he knows that he's going to win. So, yeah, I also think um, as far as the guy's side goes, he's unmatched intelligence-wise. So if they have to do any sort of thinking, um, Devin are, automatically comes out on top. Um, Wes right behind him, obviously, because Wes is brilliant as well. All right, so moving on to Tori. Clearly a physical competitor. We know her. I personally am not a huge fan. I know she's proved herself. She's clearly a great competitor. No one can deny that. And this is her first season in a bit without Jordan. Without Jordan, I am a big Tori fan. I think we saw in that first five minutes preview, she's right behind Lolo going oh, up yeah. the mound. Obviously, she didn't do it in two steps like Lolo did, but I think <laughs> the little scrappy climb portion they had to do let Tori catch up a little bit. And she yeah. absolutely had no qualms about tackling an Olympian Nope. Um, in order she to said, get that canister. She said, somebody's so, got to do it, so it might as well be me. <laughs> so it might as well be me. She's an absolute competitor. She's so, a beast, yeah, absolutely. I, I'd I don't like, like to see. I don't love her social political gameplay. It's not the way I would play the game. I don't like some moral things about her. Cheating on Derek. Now that she cheated on Derek H. Um... Correct. I just I don't know. It's just very hard for me to fully support a person who so openly talked about that and then proceeded to have another relationship basically develop on air. We clearly saw that this has yeah. not ended well. As Tori and Jordan me, just announced their separation, but yeah, for me though, like what Tori and Jordan had was obviously very, very real. So for me, I can sort of swallow that pill of what she did to Derek H because it was for something that obviously meant more. So for me, it's like that was a yeah, it was a selfish decision, but it wasn't a frivolous decision, yeah, so to speak. Um, no, but as far as her game goes for right now. Um, I've been a fan of Tori's social political game since Are You The One, where if not for Tori, that season would not have won a million dollars because Tori pulled out the numbers and the logic and the strategy and yeah. figured out essentially who everyone's perfect match was. So I definitely I think teeter Tori, with her. I think Tori's, her intellect gets underestimated. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I teeter with her. She's clearly a beast, clearly a phenomenal challenge competitor, physically, socially, politically, Brain-wise, she's clearly all she has the full package. There's just parts of me that can't stomach everything about Tori, and I also hate Jordan. So I'm excited to see Tori without Jordan, without because maybe I'll develop more of like a love for Tori on her own, especially because she is by she's never been by herself on a challenge. She came into the show with Derek Derek H and left that season with Jordan. So it's I'm excited to see her compete by herself hopefully for herself i'm i'm excited to see how the challenge production team takes this 
Tori Jordan split up because they were such an instrument, MTV was such an instrumental part in their relationship in bringing them together, their engagement, all of that. So I'm excited to see how they deal with that. I watched the proposal hours before the Instagram post and I was like, yeah, in absolute shock. But yeah, I honestly think production wise, they're going to edit out any mention of him. I don't think they'll do that to them. I don't think really? they'll air any part of, because even if I'm right, since he's not there, um, I don't think, I don't think he'll be in obviously, unless it's an instrumental part of her story, but if it's not, yeah. if it's just her saying like, I want to bring this money home for my wedding, whatever, I don't think they'll include it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah no I'm excited to see what goes on I Lindsay and I have this little conversation going on of whether or not something in this storyline of the show happens to break up Tori and Jordan obviously we're going to watch the season see what happens I think they'll mention it obviously if something happens major in the house that causes Tori to find herself or she on Jordan, whatever it might be, we'll see. Um, but I'm excited to see Tori's story this season, especially she was so cute in episode zero being, she was better than MTV's interviewers. Um, she was getting all the info out of, who was it? Was it Leo or Michi? I don't remember. It's one of the rookie guys. It was definitely Leo. And there were some other people too, where she was having, you Lisa, know, Tori like, was having the sit down conversation being like, where are you from? Why are you here? Yep. Yada, yada. What show Honestly, are you from? I was like, Tori's getting the info. She's yeah. going around with her little microphone asking people the interview questions so the they're gonna go into their intro confessionals these rookies they were gonna go into their intro confessionals and mtv is gonna have to be like so we don't have any questions because tori asked them all we have nothing (laughs) we don't need any confessional footage because we can just use you and tori's conversation correct but that made me love tori just that moment right there so i'm excited to see her this season kill a cam let's talk about her a queen she is in an amazing spot right now because her and Leroy have made a decision better than any challenge couple ever has because a lot of challenge couples make the mistake of playing together it worked out kind of for Kara and Polly in War of the Worlds too because it got it also worked out ages ago for Brad and for Brad um, and Tori Tori but old Tori I think Cam and Leroy are attacking this with a way more um social political game perspective because which is impressive for Leroy too when Brad and Tori did it it really was more about the physical game and they're both so physical that they just kept winning but Cam and Leroy they've said they're not going to stay in the same rooms they have intel from different rooms if given the opportunity they don't want to be partners because they want to have add two more people to that alliance alliance, so they are going at this really smart where they are obviously each other's number one but they're going to also grab other number ones yeah. so that they can have their individual alliances and they're protected from all sides. Yeah. So I think that if it pays off, the two of them could both go to a final. I would agree. And I think that personally, I think Cam's coming back for more after the season, even if she wins. Um, I think that Cam is back in this challenge world now for a couple of years. I think she'll be here for a little bit. Um, I think she's on a rampage right now to kind of win. And I wouldn't be surprised too, if because of this, she hasn't said this is her last season. Leroy has. No doubt in my mind she would throw she would throw this for Leroy. No doubt in my mind. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think she would do that for him. Um, I do think that she is 
a big physical threat even without Absolutely. that huge political advantage she has of having Leroy in this game. Which not her... the, oh, Let's give Cam some credit here. She is not just in a politically good spot because of Leroy. Leroy obviously is well established in the house, but Cam's politics are amazing as well. She absolutely worked her house. She worked her way around that house when it was her. Um, whenever what season was that? Leroy was on it. I just don't remember what season it was. I don't know what you're talking about yet. So it was around Invasion of the Champions. Um, what season was it that they had the log? No, that was she Exodus. Was not there. That was Exodus too. But yeah, she um. Or it was she a pulley is... system. It was a pulley system elimination. Do you remember which one yeah. I'm talking about? I do. She got but... oh, she got sent home on it. But she's... she played phenomenally politically that game. She's a political threat. Um, obviously, without Leroy, that's just as a massive advantage to have someone you know you can trust no matter what. But yeah, Absolutely. she's great at politics. She's great at weaseling her way into people's relationships in order to and not in a not in a um bad way like Wes is. No, Wes is very in your face. Not like, even in the slimy way. She just yes. has a way not of malicious. That's becoming important to people, which is really yeah. good. Plus, Because she's so valuable like, physically. Her elimination record rivals Lolo's, rivals you know, any other girl in here that's earned their stripes. I mean, it might rival Laurel's. Like, it really might. It's up there. She, yeah, that's, there's a reason she's killing Cam, because when yeah. they blow the horn on game day, she, she's out for blood. Absolutely. I'm excited to see her come back. It's been a minute since we've seen her as well. So this is good. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how her and Leroy play the game because both of them, I think, are very, very strong on their own. But clearly together, they're making these amazing decisions like splitting up and things like that, like while in the house anyway. This like that is phenomenal gameplay. And so I'm excited to see them work together in that sense. I'm excited Um, to see Leroy play without bananas, too, because we're going to really see what he's learned. Yes. And I think he has learned a lot from Bananas because he knows how to work this house just like Wes does, just like CT does, just like Devin does. He knows how to work this house, but he is not as in your face as some of these other people. And I think that's going to get him really far. Yeah, he's definitely way more palatable than some of them. Absolutely. And he's such a bean. I love him. He's so likable, so playful, just so fun. Uh, like nobody's gonna want to get rid of Leroy just to get rid of Leroy. They're gonna keep him around for the fun because they know if they're gonna send him home, they'll send him home later on, and they don't have a problem doing that. And there's a good chance that he will go home in two or three rounds before the final. That's usually what happens to him, or he makes final and places third. You know, that's what happens with Leroy. So he's someone they can they'll keep around for a bit. But I don't know with Cam, he might have a target on his back. So we'll see. Then the last person for this kind of second to last era we have going on is Kyle. One of the Kyle. last Brits. One of the last OG Brits, anyway. But he's he's also one of, he was one of the first. He was yep. one of the first he Brits to come in. Dur- uh, Vendetta's final record? No, Vendetta's. Yeah. Vendetta's, was his yeah. first one. I'm excited. He played a great game last season. He made it to a final. He finished a final, which was insane for him. Um, he clearly has learned how to work this house. Like, he's clearly learned this game really well. And he plays slimy. He does sometimes. He does. does. But his personality makes up for it. He's fun. He's he's energetic. He's competes physically. I mean, he's no CT. He's no Darrell. But I mean, he he's he's in it. He and his social game is phenomenal. I have to say, if his not his political game, his social game is amazing. 
Yeah, I gotta say, early Kyle, I was not a fan. I couldn't stand me him. either. But he grew the on long me hair. episode Ugh. by episode. Yep. I was like, okay, I kind of like this dude. And yeah, I think one of my biggest challenge what ifs in my brain is what if Kyle trained? If this man trained and worked out, he could be like legitimately one of the bigger beasts. But he legit does nothing, yeah. does the eight ounce curl. And somehow still <laughs> holds his own with these guys. He's run. I think it's awesome. How many finals? He's run two finals, I think. And I think two or three. The final reckoning one didn't go so hot for him. No. But um, yeah, he so he he improves every season, even if he's oh you know, absolutely not training on purpose. So and yeah, last season showed Kyle that. Last season absolutely. showed that. Absolutely. So I'm excited to see him top last season, if possible. But then again, with last season, he also might have a target on his back. So you never know. True. For our newest era of uh, vets, vets, if we even want to call them that, we have Fessy, Josh, Casey, J, and Big T. Fessy, obviously one of the strongest, most powerful men in the house right now. Between his physical strength, I mean, he played football. He proved this last season. Clearly a force to be reckoned with in the dailies and eliminations. And then on top of that, his social political game, it's there. It's decent. I'm it's nervous. decent. I do think he. I'm has... nervous to see Corey and Nelson get yeah. their talents in him because I think they might drive him crazy. So that's I think we see in the trailer he's a little bit of friction with Josh too. That's Fessy's yeah. problem is he he gets into arguments for dumb reasons because he can't let other people look stupid without getting into the argument. So if yeah. like one of his allies says something dumb or someone who's against him says something dumb, he can't just do you know, what CT West and Bananas have become very good at, which is instigate the problem and then go hide in a corner and let everyone else see that this person's an idiot. Fessy keeps himself involved. So I'd like to yeah. see if in future seasons, Fessy can sort of learn the trick of stir the pot, but then don't stay in the pot, get out of it. Because yeah. when he does get into drama, it ends up biting him in the ass. Yeah. He's very good at chumming the water and then jumping in um to get eaten by the sh drama sharks of the challenge um but yeah and then obviously you have josh one josh. of his alliance members oh, josh. Um, i like i don't know what to think about josh still um he's annoying on one level but then he's so funny and playful on the other it's just yeah. like it's he's very hard to swallow but then on the other hand you're like oh my god josh I'm you know it's just it's such a bizarre yeah. yeah, like there's some. Absolutely. I think him, his relationship with a, with Amanda on War of the Worlds one was really funny to watch. Just the, <laughs> like the two of them put together was that was MTV. That was his rookie that season. Better if they tried. That was his rookie season. Yeah, yeah. He actually wasn't supposed to be there, but then someone got hurt, so he got to come back, but and be Amanda's partner, and everyone laughed at him for having to do that. But anyway. Teresa part two, Teresa did that. Nine, yeah, but this was like Naya? week one, not the, oh, the final. Not not the final. <laughs> not the legit final. But yeah. Fuck MTV um, for that one, sorry. Yeah, I'm so mad about it to this day. Poor Naughty. Anyway. Um, poor, poor Johnny's ribs. <laughs> Leroy literally Johnny's. breaking Johnny's ribs. Yeah. yeah. But um, so Josh, I think he has become more of a physical threat each time he comes back. Like he obviously came in, lost the purge challenge, was immediately eliminated, but got to come back. But then we mm -hmm. saw him you know, in that tug-of-war elimination with Jordan, obviously Jordan ended up winning, but even holding your own against Jordan is a feat. That's because a, Jordan's a Jordan's a strong dude, yeah. So yeah. I think that Josh gets underestimated physically because he because is he's so, so emotional. Yep. 
but I think that as he grows and sort of start to learn the game more, sorry, I just scattered so much. He, um, he could, you know, become better and better each time. Same way I I felt about Kyle is Kyle just got mm -hmm. too caught up in the reality TV of it all instead Mm -hmm. of the actual competition. competition. I I love the reality TV half as well. But yeah, I think that Josh, as he grows and starts to form real relationships with people instead of just thinking he has relationships with people or thinking he has rivalries yeah. with people that he doesn't have west i'm excited um, yeah he's definitely getting stronger that way i'm yeah. excited to see him with nani i think that could be a really powerful alliance yeah um especially because nani i think controls a different side of the house Absolutely. this could be a really crazy alliance if a huge huge vet alliance if they yeah. manage to get the big brother group so fessy josh casey maybe amber b Mm-hmm. And they attach that to Nani, which if Nani aligns with Leroy like she has the past few yeah. seasons that she's been they, on with him, they sort of always have a West. silent alliance. Yes, they always kind of look out. It's coming kind of from not so the much... same season of Real World. They've known each other so long. Yeah, so they always kind of know that they're in the same corner. Which imagine if you get Leroy, Cam, their respective partners, Nani and her respective partners, and then the Big Brother Alliance. Yeah, so it'll that be real is easy. A... Yeah, they'll just take out the people outside of it and then duke it out themselves, which exactly like that could be. I think that could be incredibly powerful, especially if they bring in Corey and Nelson for a little bit too. Well, that could be insane. It's a partner game, so everyone's gonna be partnered up too. So you don't know who's gonna get snapped up into that alliance, which almost makes it too big. It's a little scary, to be honest. It is gonna be a lot of tangled webs, a lot of like. If there's yeah. that many people whose names you can't say, you're going to have to say one of their names and your wires are going to get crossed and you're going to have to backstab somebody, Absolutely. which is what's going to make this ultimately a, gr- a double agent a game. Agent season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we have Casey who you love Casey. I love Casey. I learned, she's I learned little, to love Casey. She's a little bland as far as MTV characters go, but I, but that's I not her appreciate game. She's not I in it. She's it. not in it for the drama. She's not exactly. in it for the reality TV. She's in it to play the game. She's in it for the, like, she's the kind of person that does Rubik's Cubes for fun, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, everybody else gets so frustrated, but she's the kind of person that's just like, nah, I'm just living my life. I'm having a great yeah. time. She's in it for the money. She made a final last season. She clearly competes. She played women's football, full tackle, as we've learned multiple times. Um, she gets injured this season, though, we think. Yeah. We I'm, think. I have... A shadow of a prayer that she like trips on the curb at the airport when the season's over but it most likely she's in a wheelchair like she's, she's yeah she's it, it also yeah I don't, i'm just praying that it's either late in the game or at the airport on her way home. which it could be late in the game she was in she's still in a wheelchair so i don't know yeah. i'm thinking she and she flew under the radar last season so and yeah. she made it all Until the way to the final obviously the bailey blow up but but you don't know, want to discuss that. She's not on this season. We're not talking about her. Not, not talking about it. But I'm excited to Jay. see her game. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, Jay. You didn't Ooh. love Jay last season. I, I liked Jay because I liked Jay. I liked Jay. I watched Survivor. Um, mm-hmm. I liked him coming in. I was excited for him coming in. I just think that the chip on his shoulder about continually getting thrown into eliminations was annoying because you it was. are a it rookie. Got an, it, it got more yeah. and more annoying as the season went on. You are a rookie. You have a red skull already. That's two reasons to throw you in. And the fact yeah. that he wasn't grasping that was driving me nuts. Like, I'd be okay He's with immature, being upset definitely. about it, but getting it. 
but he was absolutely incredulous. He was like, I don't understand why people are throwing me in. I was like, if you don't understand that, then you don't, you don't get this game at all. So he was really bugging me. So I'm hoping that now that he at least has one ally and now that he's no longer technically a rookie, although I honestly think he's more of a rookie than Lolo is, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, (laughs) He, I think that maybe we'll get to see Jay play instead of Jay throw a tantrum, which is Especially depending dream. on who his partner is. We have an inkling based on trailers and things like that that he's yeah. partnered up with Teresa. We From did the, don't, the Don't Let Me Go trailer, it looks like he is partnered with yeah. Teresa, at least at some point. Yes, and they have a good little moment um, in which they're sitting side by side talking about gameplay. So I'm excited to see if they would be matched up together because I think that would be a really interesting pair. And I think they could do well I, I together. I think they complement each other. They have yeah. sort of the same shortcoming, which is the victim complex. Which, but that could they hurt also them. have similar strengths, which is yeah. the tenacity and the yeah. will to win. So I think that that and could I be a good feel like I feel like their communication would be really good. True. But I'm excited to see if that actually ends up happening. And then finally, for the last member of the cast, we have Big T. Big T. Best for last. Yes. She's so so cute. I love her. She clearly did really well last season. Um, She pulled that Devin card, like we said, flew under the radar for most Mm -hmm. of the show, and ended up going home pretty late. Yeah. Uh, She didn't make it to a... Yeah. She didn't... It wasn't even her own fault. It was an injury that brought her out. (laughs) Fell off her bed, cut her toe. Yeah. So let's hope Big Which T's toes stay intact. Hopefully. Hopefully she's all healed from Total Madness Absolutely. and she's good to play this game. But I'm excited to see Big T play. I think especially if she has a little bit, she has a few more connections in the house this time around. She's got Liv, mm-hmm. she's got some vets that were in the house last season. She seems, from all of the trailers and episode zero, she seems really buddy-buddy with CT, which could be a great position to be in. That is always, I feel like, a great position to be in. Because even if you're partnered up with CT, chances are they're going to go for you, them over you. So, exactly. like, CT is always going to be the bigger target there. No, even dad bought CT, still the bigger target. But Big T, I think, plays a smart game. She sits she sits on the sidelines until she has to get her hands dirty. But when she has to get her hands dirty, she is she's not afraid to do so. Yeah, and she's not. And she just, competes physically. She's not just sitting on the sidelines either. She knows everything that's going on. She oh knows yeah, every connection. She knows. She's how that to Devin. Put herself. She's that. She plays yeah, like Devin exactly. does. Very very smart social gameplay. She might be. On the female side, one of the bigger social threats right now. Her and Tori, I think, are the two that are going to be able to play the house, as well as Cam. Yeah, I think Anissa, too. Anissa is pretty good with her I think Anissa now struggles socially because there is a disconnect between, you know, old real world and all these new kids. I don't necessarily think any of them have enough respect for Anissa that they should have because they have to be like oh this is a person that could benefit me exactly because they haven't really experienced crime Anissa so I think that if she can show people that then yeah her social game can shine but I think that in recent seasons she has struggled with that because of the disconnect between the young kids that's definitely possible she definitely has her connections though and her reputation will carry her as far as it can um but I'm excited for this cast I think we have a good balance of rookies and vets and big names and new people and this is the first group of rookies we've seen that's actually prepared to physically compete this is the most amount of like physical competitors we've had in a season it's impressive for mtv because they've slacked a little bit they've been bringing on people who just are not yes. fit for this challenge Some literally the people that came into the war of the world games weren't up to par with both the mental side of things yeah. And the physical side of things. I think there were some nice surprises, 
um, in people I mean, like Melissa, Georgia, I, in people like Melissa. Maddie, Melissa, yeah. So I think that we could get some of those here in people like Liv, people like Gabby. I think they have the potential to be those. Yeah, I came from Love Island, but I'm going to shock you. Yeah, I'm excited for the season. I think the cast is going to be great. I really am excited about this cast. I'm, I think we got good connections and it'll, it's going to be a good season. Alrighty, so let's get into the format of this season. As we know, the challenge likes to bounce around. I mean, it always has the standard daily elimination and then the final, obviously, casually with some few twists in there, some turns. Um, This season seems to be pretty similar to last season, except it seems to be a partner game. Yeah, it's definitely a similar vibe to last season. Plus, we have the skull twist which is a little different but that's gonna make I think the voting into eliminations super similar because my favorite elimination format is loser of the daily goes in but with a reward for being in an elimination that doesn't really make sense to be the format right um, as much as I miss it um because it it sort of seems now that the daily only matters if you can win so middle of the pack people don't really care about the daily because they're not going to win anyway. So like, and there's no consequence to losing to coming in dead yeah. last. So I See, do definitely miss the days where the middle of the pack people just had to fight to stay out of last. However, then, I think go we're going to get a similar format to some middle era seasons. Not necessarily where the last person goes in. But in episode zero, we got a house pretty detailed house reveal. And it doesn't look like there's anywhere for the tribunal to go. So I don't think yeah. we're going to have a tribunal this season. I also I... think because it's a partner game. I mean, we did have a partner tribunal in um, War, of War of the Worlds. But I do think it might be power couple style. I think it's which, gonna be I think it's gonna be power couple style. Yeah, I definitely don't have a problem with that if one of our elimination competitors is thrown in by the power couple and then the other one is a based, houseboat. Based on the style um, of the couches in the living room of the house. Yeah, it's definitely looking be some it's looking like it's gonna be a houseboat, which I don't mind houseboat. I, this is like do, very old, like X's one, rivals one. Yeah. Very similar to that vibe in which um, it's actually very similar to um, Fresh Me 2 or Cutthroat, yeah. whichever season it was. I think it was My Fresh Me 2. My question is, I have two questions about the voting, though. One is, will they be voting in pairs as in, or as individuals? Because we've had a couple mm. where you don't have to vote the same as your partner. But then if we're talking like Rivals 2, X's 2, stuff like that, you and your partner voted as a unit. So that's one question I have. The other question I have is um they've there's been a lot of talk about like secret agents so i am curious i think it might be a secret ballot i know we've had that maybe one or two other times i don't remember exactly when should have looked i feel like to prepare for that but i have i I don't think i that must be early because i haven't seen secret ballots was it invasion i think invasion was a secret ballot Oh, no, Cutthroat was a secret ballot. Was Cutthroat? Yeah. Because so Cutthroat, it, I, was, it wasn't a secret ballot. It was the you go into the room. It was Survivor yeah. style. 
I know something I haven't watched in a hot minute um, that I've been meaning to. But yeah, yeah, I, I think that fitting in within the theme of the season and some of the little TJ sound bites, I think Absolutely. it might be secret votes. Might not mm-hmm. be. Might be, like you said, the couches are set up for a house vote. They're but definitely, I or maybe. Be, I would be interested to see a secret vote. Because Me too. I feel like we might that eliminates the, the sort of too. It it definitely eliminates the sort of vote the way the house wants thing, mm-hmm. and you'll start. We'll get to see people show their cards, but nobody else will know, which I think will be really interesting. Absolutely, I'm not necessarily too excited to see the skulls back. I don't. I didn't mind them last season. I actually thought they were like a really interesting way to get people like Rogan. Um, to like really dive in and like force themselves to go into elimination. I think everyone should go into elimination. I like, you got to earn your stripes. This was a huge thing way back when um, middle era, like rivals one through free agents, like earning your stripes was huge for these rookies. And I mean, everyone does have to earn their stripes. So everyone should be going into elimination. You should not get a free ride to the final. If you are flying under the wings of someone, sure, your political game, game is great. And then you crap out halfway through, down, through the final and what the hell? Three people could have taken your spot and deserved to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. The skull twist definitely makes social players also, you know, have some sort of physical aspect because they have to get that literal stripe, um, which is almost why I don't like it. I yeah. think that the principle behind it is that people shouldn't be able to skate through the game without actually being a competitor, which for me, it gets solved by the loser goes in format because then you can't slack in the dailies and you have to show that you're a competitor there. Um, But for me, the skulls, it takes away so much of the politics of the game because you no longer want to avoid elimination. You no longer have people like Wes you know, throwing people in. It's now people begging to go in and maybe that doesn't end well for them. So I think it changed the game in a way that I didn't like at all. Now, I do appreciate them trying to fix one of the Red Skull's shortcomings, which was it ended up not mattering because everybody had a chance to get one anyway. Like there was that whole big drama about Casey picking whether Nani or Bailey was going to get their chance, and then Bailey got her shot next week anyway. So there was absolutely yeah. no consequences to not going in early, and the people that waited till the end still got their chance to get the red skull. So I like TJ saying there's only 10 skulls. Because... I'm interested to see if those 10 skulls are individual or partner-based, because that yeah. could mean 10 people qualify for the final or 20 people qualify for the final because we're in a partner game. So I'm really intrigued to see how those skulls work and the potential twist we get based on Tori's soundbite from the original trailer is that partners switch she says something Mm -hmm. along the lines of you never know who your partner is going to be someone could steal you could steal you never know so this gives the impression that the partners are going to change up throughout the game and so I'm interested to see how those red skulls apply if say Leroy and his partner go in and they get a red skull and then all of a sudden next week there's but Leroy has to go into elimination again again yeah does he get double skulls does that take up another one of the 10 like if they the person who earned skulls gets eliminated do they go back into the pool like it's a very complicated concept yeah which I think will be good though I think it'll be a good twist to the game personally I think 
the only way I can see it making sense for both the numbers and the fact that the partners might switch is that it's not 10 skulls, it's 10 skulls per sex. Because 10 is like, that would mean that there's only 10 eliminations really until it's like, oh, no point in, you know, playing anymore because you can't go to the final. Or mm-hmm. like they just may, honestly, actually, if that did happen, they would then just purge everyone that doesn't have a skull, I guess. And only the people that have a skull would then now be avoiding elimination because there's no point in going in anymore. You just can only go home. But personally, I think it's going to be 10 per gender. And since the partners are switching, you have to carry your own individual skull. So I guess if you and your partner go into elimination to win, you both get a skull. And then if you end up getting separated, then yeah, you might have to go in again in order for your new partner to get a skull. Ah, but I, I, I that think would be interesting. that it, it either has to be 10 per gender or 10 flat out, and then they're going to purge a whole bunch of people right in the middle of the season. Yeah. I definitely think it's possible either way. I'm excited to see how it plays out because this is a format that we've seen and we liked it a little bit. It was definitely interesting, but I think mm-hmm. they're amping this up and making it really, really um, intriguing to watch. Eliminations. Let's talk about the crater. We have seen from snippets we're getting some old eliminations coming back. Some very recognizable eliminations. Yeah. Some eliminations that give me nightmares and trauma. I am talking about the hanging in there or whatever it is, all strung out. I think they called it on X's too. I can't believe Um, you still remember the names. We had Nani, Johnny, because I'm traumatized by this elimination. (laughs) We had Nani and Bananas against Leroy and Naya. And it's a relay race. And the problem here was the logs that they were hanging off of were actual wood. wood. So Nani is beating Naya, but on her way back, her cloth gets snagged. And I have never experienced more pain in my life than watching her just like shake her whole body trying to unstick herself. And then Leroy puts on a clinic and absolutely just saws across this log. Because he's a freaking tree. He's like six eight. Unbelievable. Like as much as I think that the elimination was flawed, I honestly think that if Nani had made it, Leroy still would have smoked Johnny and still would have lost. But but it would have been nice yeah, to actually so, have seen a fair chance. It's clearly been changed, though. We see yeah, that this is the, like a, an eye beam or something like that. It's smoother, um, the but they've also added they've added humps to the actual texture of it. So you actually have to get yourself over that hump. It's not just a straight shot anymore. So that's, that's very like American Ninja Warrior reminiscent. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see a little variation on uh, pole wrestle slash um, figure eight battle yep. thing. I think it was a ring that we mm-hmm. see in the trailer we also um, see hall brawl we see a hall brawl um we see which is a good old kyle christie vomiting his guts out was um, that kyle that was kyle yeah yeah um, i it looks like blood too so somebody says it's blood i'm nervous yeah. for that Am- amber betrosa said it was blood. i think it's just dark puke but yeah definitely we'll scary see. definitely some yeah. scary looking eliminations yeah they're definitely hyping this elimination up i'm excited though i think it looks great um Let's talk about the house oh, for a second. We also see, oh. we saw, just on the topic of old eliminations real quick, we saw, because this is an elimination I love to talk about, um, we saw Looper, which, or it looks like it might be Looper, we're not sure, where they had to run around the poles, and then they were tethered to their opponent, oh, and had to ring the bell first. This? this one, it was Durrell. Um, there's poles in front of him, and he's got a tether oh. on his back. Okay. But, um, so this one is obviously historic for the Nayakara um, yeah. battle, which was 
I forget the time stamp on it, but it was it was long, like forty five minutes. It was. I remember both of them talking about their arms going numb because the yeah. harnesses were cutting into their bodies. And then when we see the elimination a second time with guys, um, I think it was Johnny Riley and someone else. Um, they had added pads to the harnesses because they, they added a rope. They added a rope to the bell, so instead of just clawing in the sand, they had something to grab. So yeah. they like significantly changed it because Kara and Niall and Naya like legit. Niall. Um, legit were like killing in, themselves yeah. to win that, that was, was an not, insane insane elimination I, I don't so think we, they expected it to last that long exactly so if we see Darrell in something like that it could either be a blowout or an insane long battle I'm excited to see some of these eliminations I'm excited to see the hall brawls I'm excited to see you know the classic I'm excited to see that um the log one i'm just i'm excited i i think the eliminations look good i think they're promising this semester uh this um season let's talk about the house though let's go to the house because the house we're actually in a house i know we're not in as tropical. Liv would say that's not bonkery that's, that's bougie, bougie af, AF. <laughs> but you're excited i know to be back in a house i know it's not I'm, panama i, love, I know it's I not south america but it's not panama it's not mexico it's not thailand but i'll take it yeah it's clearly it reminds me a lot of the old challenge houses with the hot tub and then the gym and then that open concept layout with the bunk beds. It's just very reminiscent of early modern it's kind challenges. Of free agents-esque. I yeah, would it's say. very the free agents. The architecture in the windows is very free agents-esque. It's also, I feel like, very similar to like the older X's season, the older rival season, mm-hmm. in which it's bunk bed, bunk bed, bunk bed central. Um, and like they mentioned in um, episode zero. There is no hiding. There's no doors. There's nothing. Nope. There's no hiding in this house. And I think that that is going to be incredibly important for a double agent season. You're not going to be able to scheme with your alliance secretly in a bedroom. It's windows and upon windows upon it. windows. Exactly. It's impossible. Um, like we mentioned earlier, we're not sure if we have a tribunal because we did not see a room for the tribunal. And I feel like in a house mm-hmm. reveal, we typically get that room in that yeah, big reveal. Didn't... We didn't see, um, sometimes there's like the names on the wall um, yep. or like a spot for that. We didn't see anything like that. We did um, see the big skull. We haven't seen some of the house, but yeah. yeah. We did see that big skull in the living room and that did end up changing to challenge activated. Challenge I think it was activated. Mis- yeah. mission activated at the end. I think it was of, challenge. Yeah. Yeah, it was something. But they are in Iceland. This was filmed during COVID. So I guess they jumped through all these hoops to get there. They had to be tested yeah. every other day. Ashley mentioned yeah, that on the Ashley Instagram, on Instagram. Story. Yeah, That's crazy. I think it must be because of the crew coming and going. Um, Probably. The crew, like the cameras are in the house with them. It's not like Big Brother where they have like the cameras mounted. Because for Big Brother All-Stars, they just tested them, sent them in. But yeah. um, in this, because the crew's coming and going, I think that's why they had to keep testing them. Probably. So interesting to see, like, if someone tested positive, would they get pulled from the game? Like, could we yeah. see that? I'm, I'm interested. an added aspect, yeah. But then again, I wonder how they would keep the game going if one person gets pulled. Like, how do they quarantine for two? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that would just be really hard to gauge. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming nobody tests positive. Knock on yeah, wood. We're just hoping that doesn't we're happen. We're just hoping yeah. that doesn't happen. But you mentioned something about an igloo. Talk about that the for a igloo. minute. igloo. Yeah, that was, I, it was an Instagram post or like a short clip or something. Um, they showed, because obviously they can't go out to bars like they usually do in order to manufacture drama. They get them drunk. Um, mm-hmm. they built them this igloo on the property that like has a bar and everything and that is going to serve as their club so yeah. 
that's cool we could still get some good nightclub content even though they can't actually go out yeah yeah which we got a little bit of this last season too there they did not go out out they were in a challenge built bar it looked like there didn't I couldn't tell it didn't look like there was... that was a real bar or not i couldn't because either I, I thought i remember them getting into vans so it, but then again, it was off property or it was a real bar. I just don't remember it at all. But I don't ever remember seeing like blurred out faces. I don't ever remember seeing strangers. Nothing. Yeah. So I think they have started renting out the venues um, once the show got more, popular. got bigger. Um, but yeah, I do low-key miss the old days of the blurred out faces and foreign bartenders not knowing what these crazy americans were doing ct paying Um, for everybody's drinks tony stealing liquor and almost getting them arrested good stuff yeah it was a good time um my favorite was johnny bananas in cutthroat i think it was yossing someone down the stairs and then getting a huge cut over his eye oh my favorite moment. And not getting tossed from the game, but somehow. Uh, well, the other guy, it was caught on film. Gets it was rejected. caught on film that the other guy started it. And Johnny just defended himself and pushed the guy off. So, and then he somehow fell down the stairs. So that was a whole thing. Um, but I, I like, just, I'm still, I like still that. don't think Kayla and Marie should have been, or Kayla and um, Melissa should have been booted when they were, but <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, so that's the house. Um, I it looks fun. It looks promising. They have a hot tub. They have a gym so they can work out. Um, Fessy and all of them. We saw them Fessy all out lifting. The, the minute yep. they walk in, Fessy's deadlifting. <laughs> yep. Um, and I mean, it's fun. Like this house is fun. It reminds me a lot of like the older challenge houses. Um, yeah. Like that middle season, free agents, X's two, rivals three that era of houses um the modern take but also very catered to the challenge and then it reminds me too of the early seasons where they have that bar right in the living room that they yeah. had something like that in cutthroat or fresh meat too something early mm-hmm. on um where they just provide the alcohol like that and so i'm excited to see this go down i really i think this is going to be a good season in terms of the format and in terms of the house i think this is going to be exciting i agree i'm hyped that first, the first five minutes, I mean, obviously the trailer's got me hyped, but that first five minutes, I really, I'm ready to get into it. I'm ready to go. I can't wait for tomorrow. All right. So we are going to wrap up this episode by talking about Lindsay and I's fantasy challenge. So we decided, well, Lindsay actually came up with the idea to do a fantasy football take on this season of the challenge by picking players every week and awarding them points for different things. And whoever has the most points at the end of the season for their players wins nothing. Not at all. Um, Just pride. Just bragging rights. Uh, Just that's how well you know the challenge and their competitors. Uh, Lindsay, do you want to tell us about, obviously, the format and shit? Of course. So we have decided, um, I thought that this season was going to be more individual because something on MTV um, linked it to free agents. So I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be like free agents. So I watched free agents, a couple, couple agents. Yeah, I watched a couple old episodes of free agents to determine like what made someone a good competitor in an episode. And I think it does still apply to this partner game, um, but p- players will be graded individually. Basically, the biggest point earner is going to be how you perform in the daily challenge because it is the challenge. So there's some math behind that that I won't get into, but basically um, the higher you place, the more points you're going to get. 
and then you're going to get points for winning an elimination, um, stuff like that in the physical side of things. Then we have some political point earners, um, things like um, forming an alliance is going to get you some points. Um, Any sort of use of strategy in the game, using a twist correctly, stuff like that's going to get you some points. Then we have a fun old category, the drama category. My favorite category. It is, after all, reality television. So you are going to get some good points for, you know, calling someone out on some nonsense they're doing or starting up a showmance. You're going to lose points if you throw a punch because it's the challenge. Can't do that. And you're going Um, home. And you're going home. So, yeah, we got a lot of different categories of how players are going to earn points. And like uh, Emily just mentioned, uh, we're doing it sort of weekly fantasy style because obviously people are going to get eliminated. So it's tough to just pick from the beginning and the get-go, especially because there's so many rookies too. So every week, everyone's going to get two players from each gender, and we're going to get points each week based on how that week's picks do. So for week one, um, my picks, I've got Fessy and Nam on the guy's side because I think week one um, is really going to be about like – because that first challenge usually is when the big, big athletes shine, like – Fessy's rookie season, I know he did win the first challenge. And there's just so many people that you've got to be a beast to win. Um, And so for the girl side, I also went the same way. And I said Casey and Natalie Anderson, because obviously they are big. You keep saying Natalie Anderson as if there's another Natalie. Well, because I know her the most from Survivor. And there's several other Natalies in Survivor yeah. lore. So I always say Natalie Anderson. But yeah, so Emily's picks for this week, I have our little spreadsheet up in front of me, are Wes and Kyle on the guy side and also Natalie Anderson and Tori on the girl side. So you want to explain um, your reasoning behind those? Let me know why I picked Kyle. Um, we picked these like weeks ago. We should have waited to pick them like now. But um, yeah, no, I picked... Wes and Kyle, just because Wes always comes out right off the bat, making alliances, performing well in challenges. He's a very middle, uh, run-of-the-mill kind of guy in terms of performance. So he'll get up there. He's definitely probably not going to place last. um, But he's definitely probably not going to place first either. Um, Same with Kyle, right in the middle. I figured I'd play it safe with the boys and jump out there a little with the girls. Um, but yeah, Wes is always his political moves right off the bat. Well, I think rack me up a couple of good points. Um, Kyle social game, obviously is phenomenal. Could also get involved in a little bit of drama. So I might be losing points, but we'll definitely see how it goes. Definitely worth the risk if he performs well, um, tomorrow night, but we'll see how that goes. And then for my girls, I picked Natalie for similar reasons. She right off the bat, when the cast list was released, was looking like the top female to go into elimination. We didn't know too much about Lolo. She kind of flew under the radar for a little bit. Um, Natalie was our big go-to just because we knew her from Survivor. Um, And clearly she's a competitor. So I thought she would have been the first one in elimination. And I also thought she might be very likely to come back. However, her political game, her social game, will get her up there racking up points really quick. Um, And the fact that she's a rookie, uh, I'm excited to see what she can do. She could place well in the challenge and... I, I have a lot of faith in her. As for Tori, we saw it in the first five minutes of the clip from tomorrow. She's a competitor. She's a beast. She's going to compete. She's going to do well. Her social game's really, really good. Um, she tends to stay out of the drama, so I'm hoping not to lose anything on her. But she's always a solid pick, I feel like. 
So I that's think, where I Now that we've seen that. those first five minutes, I do think, um, as far as at least our two picks go, um, Tori is going to make you pull ahead, I feel like. Because that I first so. challenge, not only is there that physical aspect where she was toe-to-toe with Lolo, but it's a puzzle. So puzzle. when it comes to the girls' It's memorization. Side, it's memorization. That's, that's going to be Tori's game to lose, I feel like. So, yeah, yeah Tori's going to snap you up some points. I'm worried about my guys because, yeah, they're beasts, but, uh, you know, Fessy doesn't have that much going on upstairs when it comes to puzzles yeah. sometimes. So Wes I'm definitely just could pull ahead there my for you. That they can plug their wires in correctly. So, yeah. yeah. But, so, we're going to be here uh, every week. We obviously did this episode on a Tuesday just for that episode zero, get a little preview of what was going on talk about the cast and all that fun stuff but we will be back here on thursday probably around the same time and yeah we'll be back every week new episode every thursday so definitely check out just you know listen to us talk for no good reason (laughs) all zero of you all zero of you if there ends up being more than one let us know let us know (laughs) hit us up um but yeah so we will see you on Thursday, guys. Enjoy for, that first uh, episode of the challenge. Thank you for possibly tuning in to uh, Not Fit for the Final. Yeah. Um, once again, I'm Lindsay. I'm Emily. And make sure if you want to listen on Thursday, you watch the episode tomorrow, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern on MTV.